There can be no deep disappointment where there is not deep love. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Welcome, you beautiful souls. It's your host, Valerie, and I realize that I haven't fully introduced myself, so I want to say hi, I'm Valerie. I am a fourth-year college student, and I'm currently unemployed, looking for a job in this panorama, you know, and I am studying international relations and criminal justice. This is not my last semester. I will be graduating in the fall of 2021, and I'm so excited to be done and to have my degrees. Um, and I am a first-generation, low-income, Black and Latina student, so this is, like, crazy because I'm only, like, a semester, and this semester and next semester away until I graduate, and it's crazy, you know, we changing generational curses. And, yeah, I just wanted to tell you guys about my background, and then a little bit into, like, how I got into the podcasting space is because I got super into self-development and, like, personal development and, like, spirituality after a really bad breakup with someone I wasn't even dating. Yeah, it's pretty cliche and common to get into this space after a really bad breakup or relationship, and it makes sense because a lot of times, if not all the time, Our relationships are patterns and they are our own traumas and our own things that we need healing in human form right in front of us. And that's what we're attracted to because it's familiar. It's comforting, like, because it's familiar. Like, you know, it's not comforting because it's love and genuinity. It's just comforting because it's familiar to you. And I ended up being in a dark place for a while and I heard a lot of people and so then I realized that like I am in control of my actions. I am in control of who I let in my life and I realized that I have the power to create my own life the way that I wanted to and I wasn't going to give away that power anymore to other people or other things or other traumas that happened to me. I was going to take control of the situation and I was going to be my best self. And it took a long time. It wasn't like this overnight thing. It has been a year now of this journey. And I am really excited. I have pushed myself a lot more than I would have. Um, and I'm very grateful for it because I think everything is like a lesson. And everything that's hard, you can take it as a lesson. And you can use it to grow and ignite your growth And that's what I decided to do. And so I'm very grateful for everything that happened. And I'm just very grateful for where I am now. I have always loved public speaking. I think I say it in this podcast episode or I said it in the last few. But I love public speaking and I really wanted a way to get my voice out there. And making a podcast seem like the right thing to do so that way I can like help other people who are along the same journey. Because even though I have been doing this for a year. I'm definitely still in like the middle of self-development and self-improvement and I feel like a lot of times in like the podcasting space you see the self-development and self-improvement people who are already successful and it's kind of like almost you see them and you're like okay like I want to be like that and then you go on your own journey and you realize that it's a lot harder than you think and it's going to take a lot longer than you think and being able to share my experience with you guys along with me on the journey, I think will be very helpful because then you'll see that not everyone is like finished or not anyone is super successful or not everyone already has their life together when they're starting this journey. And I feel like I could help or 
to show a lot of people that it's not a straight line. It is not going to take a month or a year or even 10 years. It's going to take a while and it's going to be a lot of grinding and a lot of balance and hopefully flow in Korea. Hopefully by, by bringing you guys along with me on this journey, you guys can see that you guys aren't alone, you know, and that we can like work on this together because we all have lessons to learn and this is some of the lessons that I have learned and the lessons that I want to share with you because they have literally changed my life. So yeah, and I do want to do multiple episodes diving into, oh my gosh, sorry, you guys hear that in the background. Okay, so I do want to do multiple episodes diving into relationships because I have learned a lot and I'm very grateful for them, um, but just learning everything made me into why doesn't everyone know this stuff and like I just kept absorbing more and more self-development stuff and I want to just share that with you guys and share the relationship stuff that I have learned throughout my years of being in multiple relationships and kind of just bring you guys in because I have always honestly I've always been the type of person who like sees other people's mistakes and I'm like okay let me not do that and I realize not a lot of people are like that but hopefully if I like share my mistakes you guys will like be like oh okay don't do that and you guys won't have to go through the same things that I do went through like the same lessons there are obviously some lessons that your soul is going to have to go through no matter how hard people around you try and that is just something that happens you know and it's something that your soul needed to learn in order to grow and in order to get the right lesson so that way it can be in the right place for your actual purpose and for what you are here and meant to do and I'm just really proud of myself and how far I've come to be the person I am today and I look forward to you guys continuing look back on your journey and see how far you guys have come even if it is an inch or even a millimeter it is something to be proud of I'm proud of you I hope you are proud of you and speaking of self-development and just mindset and just everything in life, we are going to be talking about today why you should work on your mindset. And specifically, we are going to go from a fixed to a growth mindset. I think the mindset will be its own series and we can talk about how to transition from one mindset to another. And in this first one, we'll discuss why you should shift from a fixed one to a growth one. So for example, a growth mindset habit that I am working on is this podcast as I want it, but I'm struggling to be consistent with it. And I apologize for that. It's been a month. I already have next week's episode written out. I'm going to probably record it tomorrow. It is just a lot with like school just starting and just trying to balance that with all my extracurriculars. And you guys know I've said that before, but I am definitely an overachiever and so I, I've overcommitted to a lot of things and just reorganizing that. Um, but I am working really hard on this because I really do want this and it is a little discouraging sometimes because of the mistakes that I make in my podcast and like looking back but I also know that I can only grow from making these mistakes and forgiving myself and knowing that I will get better with time and with failures so launch and then adjust is a motto for this podcast so bear with me as we go for a wild ride the wildest ride in the wilderness if you know where that's from you get bonus points okay bonus points. Tangent aside, if your mindset is more fixed, then this episode will greatly benefit you into seeing that one way isn't the only way to live and it isn't the only way to think and we dive into why you should shift your mindset 
and what it can do for you and also just offer perspective of your limiting beliefs that are holding you back because that is honestly what they are. They are self-limiting beliefs and other people are going to limit you. So please don't do it to yourself, boo. Okay, you got the power. Don't let other people take it away from you. The next episode will be talking about how to shift your mindset from fixed to growth and it will hope it will hopefully be out next week. You know what? It will be out next week. I'm manifesting it. Okay, I got this. I have President's Day next Monday, so I'm going to get it out. I'm also hoping to get episodes out every Tuesday. That is my goal. And yeah, so make sure to subscribe so it will pop up when it comes out and be sure to listen to the end of this episode for the manifestation of the week. And I hope you guys enjoy it. So let's get started. Mindset is the basis of everything we do in our lives. One way that mindset controls us is through autopilot, and autopilot is the actions we take and do without even really thinking about it. It's our habits like brushing our teeth, taking a shower, walking our dog, eating. Autopilot is the things in life that you do not really have to think about, but you still do it anyways. Like when you're walking, okay, so you're walking and you don't just like sit there and think, okay, lift up your leg and make sure you crunch your toes for stability because you're wearing sandals, you don't want the shoes falling off your feet. Okay, now shift your weight to the other foot. And yeah, no one is doing that unless you are in physical therapy. And if you are, good luck, you got this. But if you aren't, you're most likely just walking and not even thinking about your privilege of being able to walk and move your legs without even thinking about it. That's what autopilot is, in a nutshell, (laughs) at least. So the key is to shift what autopilot habits we have. And the first way we will examine this is from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. Because if you're able to fix your autopilot habits, you can have autopilot habits that are also beneficial. So instead of going to avoid working out, you have an autopilot of working out, you know? It's like a habit, like it's something that you just have to do, like your body just moves to it without even having to think about it. So yeah, that's kind of what we're going to do, but fixed mindset to growth mindset. What even is a fixed mindset? Well, a fixed mindset, by definition of an infographic I found online from Performance Circle, I'll link it in the show notes, um, but they define it as where you believe that your intelligence or talents are fixed and limiting. So you have limiting belief in yourself that stops you from achieving at your highest potential. Some examples are you see effort as fruitful or worthless. You avoid challenges. Sorry if you guys hear my grandma in the back. But um, so you avoid challenges. You give up easily, especially when you aren't good at it. You have all or nothing thinking. You either are good at it or you're not. You know, you feel threatened by the success of others. And when you have these beliefs and when you have a fixed mindset, you achieve way less than your full potential. And yeah, that doesn't sound like fun. And that is why we are going to shift it to a growth mindset. And what is a growth mindset, you might ask? Well, very good question, Valerie. Well, a growth mindset is where you believe that talents and skills can be developed and built upon. For example, you embrace challenges. You see effort as a path to success. You persist in the face of challenges or setbacks. You find lessons or inspirations from the success of others, and it gives you a sense of free will. And when you believe in a growth mindset, you are able to reach levels of your fullest potential. So now you can see why having a fixed mindset holds you back. It makes you self-sabotage, makes you feel less than what you truly are. While a growth mindset leaves you with limitless opportunities and growth and potential. And the only difference between the two is how you see yourself and others. Why you should shift from a fixed 
to a growth, if those definitions above didn't already persuade you, is because when you have a fixed mindset, you are literally the biggest person standing in your way. And that is honestly a tough pill to swallow, a huge pill to swallow, I don't know the correct thing, but it's a a big pill to swallow, okay? But I'm going to give you guys an example of something that I used to do and still kind of do a lot, but for this specific example, I actually haven't done recently because I haven't actually done the thing that I would do, but I am going to be doing it on Sunday. Okay, let me just tell you guys what I'm doing. So I am one of those weird people in this planet who loves and adores public speaking, right? Yeah, I know. I literally have a podcast, but anyways, I have just always loved it. I've always loved public speaking. I've always loved giving presentations in class, watching speakers at my school on stage, like motivational and inspiring speeches. I have just always loved even being the center of tension. I'm, I'm an only child. I, I guess it's just within me. (laughs) Um, but just like hearing people speak, especially like motivational speakers, like as a kid, it like, where they would go and they would just share their truth and their stories, like, it would just, like, leave me, like, feeling so fulfilled on the inside, like, damn, like, I want to do that, you know, like, I want people to feel the same way that they made me feel, and I didn't know how I was going to do it, I always wanted to do it, but, you know, here I am, so in high school, I was involved in the FFA, And if you know what the FFA is and you know what I look like, you probably would have never guessed that. But nonetheless, I was and I did public speaking competitions within the FFA. That's what got me to first fall in love with competitive speaking and even speech and debate with the Parley Pro team. I even made it to state finalists for impromptu public speaking. And that all prepared me for something beyond my wildest dreams of experience that I couldn't even possibly dream of. So I was also an avid. Yes, I was an overachiever, and an avid, a person from the Rotary Public Rotary came to talk to us about the Rotary four-way speech competition, and they came to ask for, like, volunteers to see who was doing it, and, like, I knew immediately that I was, like, gonna sign up, because, again, I'm an overachiever, and I just love public speaking, (laughs) and you get money if you win, so, like, come on, like, high school money, it's, like chef's kiss but anyways (laughs) so I knew that I knew that I wanted to share my experience of what it is like to live as a multiracial woman I am black and Mexican I also have white on me from my mom's side and that was my original plan of the essay within writing the speech it ended up shifting on how to end racial prejudice and how ending it would pass the rotary four-way test and if you know nothing about rotary well the rotary four-way test answers four simple questions surprising right i know is it the truth is it fair to all concerned will it bring goodwill and better friendships and will it be beneficial to all concerned and mind you i wrote the speech before like the big hype about diversity and inclusion and i said my speech as a short little mixed brown girl to a room of a bunch old white businessmen because that is a demographic of rotary And I work so hard for it too. I would practice daily for hours. I would record my speech and listen to it while I showered or while someone was driving or while I was doing other things. I would practice in front of people and practice as if I was on stage every single time. I would work with my speech coaches and sometimes miss class and my lunches just to practice for this competition. And I absolutely loved it. I felt so in my place and it felt so right. And on the last day of competition, I got so scared of winning. I got so scared of failing that I ended up self-sabotaging myself 
by not trying my best on stage. I was so flustered and frustrated and too focused on this one inconvenience, I let it take me out of my game. I had a fixed mindset, and I thought I couldn't grow or be better in that moment. I thought that I had peaked, I thought that I failed everyone, and that I wasn't deserving because I didn't think I was. And on the last day of competition, I got third, which is great and cool, but I feel like I can't be proud of myself because I know I didn't give my all to it. I got cocky since I kept getting first and I got so frustrated from a small convenience. I threw away my shot. I thought I couldn't get any better. There wasn't Hamilton to tell me not to throw away my shot. So I just threw it away because I believe that what was a point, like I should just like self-sabotage. And I did. I self-sabotaged myself because my mindset was on autopilot telling me that there was no point to keep working hard. I should just throw in the towel now because trying my best and failing is worse than not trying my best and failing. And isn't that just a load of baloney? And looking back, like, I was 16, so I don't blame young little Valerie. She was just trying her best and trying to figure out her way, and I am proud of her because she did join the next year. But instead of choosing a topic she was passionate about, she chose a topic that she thought the audience would like, which is, again, self-sabotage. But we'll get into that story maybe on a later date, even though I basically just told it. But don't you guys see, if I saw my minor inconvenience as something I could get over, if I worked hard instead of a hindrance and giving up my entire chance, maybe I could have gotten first or second, or maybe I still would have gotten third. But at least I could feel proud of myself for at least trying my best and not giving up in the face of a setback or a minor inconvenience. A fixed mindset can manifest in so many different ways. I mentioned autopilot earlier because that can be a way that your fixed mindset takes over like it did for me. Oh, I'll never get better at writing that proposal so I'll just do what feels comfortable which is binge watching this Netflix show instead of working on it because that seems huge and scary and Netflix seems warm and cozy. Well, I am here to tell you. When you sit down and avoid the things that you know either need to get done or you want to get done, you are letting your fixed mindset take over. You are allowing your self-limiting beliefs that you cannot overcome a few hours of uncomfortability to get closer to feeling satisfied and happy. Is trying your best and failing really worse than not trying your best and failing? Because imagine if you tried your best and didn't fail. Why is it the what if so dramatically the negative? Why can't it be dramatically the positive? Like, oh, but what if you have the grandest, most amazing proposal ever and you soar in the sky like a bird because nothing can ever be as great as that proposal? Yeah, that does sound a little bit weird, but so does OMG if I try on my proposal. What if it is so bad that everyone is laughing at me and then I get fired and then I never get what I want, so you know I'm just not going to try. In retrospect, that sounds crazy too, right? Like, they're both, like, extremely dramatic. And one, trying to predict the future which you can't, I'm sorry, but you can't. And two, it's completely made up in your head, but you choose to believe the negative one and refuse to even accept the possibility of a positive one, even though both probably are not going to come true because they're so dramatically far one way and the other that it's probably going to be something more in the middle where it's maybe not your best proposal, but you learn how to make a better one the next time. Or it's a really good proposal because you put a lot of research into it and you worked hard because you didn't do well the last time. Like, you don't know what's going to happen and you choosing to fixate on a possibility that's completely negative is only going to hurt you more than it will ever help you. It's not going to prepare you for the negative. It's just going to waste your time into thinking about something that probably is not even going to come true. 
A fixed mindset is holding you back from embodying, embracing your truest, highest self. A growth mindset allows you the freedom to pursue your dreams and passions and overcoming the obstacles along the way. Having a growth mindset can even be like, hey, I have this proposal I have to do. I'm not great at proposals, but I only get better by trying. And even if this isn't the greatest, I will just learn to do better from here on out. Growth is seeing a bumper in your way and you either trip over it and note in your head that you step over a bumper the next time, or you just step over it the first time and you make a note. When you see a bumper, step over it. Well, fixed mindset is when you see a bumper and you give up and you say, well, I'll never get over this bumper. I'll just stay in this lane. Yeah, don't do that. Allowing yourself and giving yourself permission to believe in the growth mindset will expand your life, your dreams, your skill set, potential, and potency of who you are. Because then you will finally see and embody your true power that has already been within you this entire time. Our mind would rather avoid the things that are scary than do the things that bring us joy. Do you want your actions to be a place of avoiding fear? Or a place of seeking joy? What do you want to bring to the table? Where is your doubt and uncomfortability coming from? Where is your mindset now? Do you have a growth or a fixed mindset? Do you believe that you can expand your talents by hard work and consistency? Do you give up when you see an obstacle or push through anyways? Do you do everything in your power to avoid the things that scare you? Or do you do everything in your power to go after the things you want in life regardless of the resistance and the fear? Change is honestly scary, and so is resistance, and stress, and effort, and even failing. I would know. I've been trying to avoid it all my life and have even failed at avoiding failure. But change is the only constant we can count on in this life. People change, the sky changes, the birds change. Heck, if you believe in evolution, the entire species changed and evolved. All everything ever is doing is changing. And yes, it's scary and uncomfortable, but the sooner you get com- more comfortable with change, the sooner life will be less restricted and feel more, ah, that's nice. Instead of, what is this? It did not go into plan. Everything is ruined. My entire life is ruined. So choose that, ah, it's nice. <laughs> Having a fixed mindset is keeping you stuck at where you are today in your life. Change your habits, your autopilot, and change what you think of yourself and your potential. We are children of the divine. Whatever divine you believe in or the universe, they literally created us all. We are at one with nature and each individual person is so unique and beautiful and deserving of love, success, expansion, hope, and growth. Now is the time for you to find your why of why you should shift your mindset from a fix to a growth. Go from avoiding all your work because it is scary and hard to do to instead taking on a challenge because you want to see how much stronger you truly are after it. If you are the person who is avoiding doing anything at all because new things and change sound scary and difficult, you can benefit immensely from changing your mindset from running away from fear and instead running into your joy. Fixed to growth. Your manifestation of the week is I am strong, powerful, expansive, and determined. When I set my mind to something, I get it done and I never give up. Even in the sign of failure, 
I keep pushing. Thank you guys so much. I hope that lit a fire under your ass and I hope you enjoyed listening. As always, be sure to tune in next week for the how to shift your mindset from fix to growth and make sure to rate and review this podcast in Apple Podcasts 5 stars. And if you have any feedback or ideas for our next episode, be sure to head over to my Instagram at Curly Talk Podcast and the highlight reel to leave your feedback. And just follow and join our Instagram for a community of people who just want to be our best selves and ignite change in our lives and in the world. Again, thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye!